Exactly. Without right, doing right. too much. But he's, <laughs> he's not, not like, like you know. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> it's so true. I feel like that's going to be an interesting thing for the people who are listening just by audio to right. understand. Well, that's why you should be watching the video. Know, he's not just, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Something to Marvel About, a podcast where we discuss and dissect the week's MCU releases. My name's English Dave, and the person talking in my head is my co-host Raven. What's up, Raven? What up, Dave? Any of you nerdies watching this, not just listening to this, if you can see Raven, let me know because I don't know if she's a figment of my imagination, real life, or just a voice in my head. I don't know. You know, it's been a while, Raven, since we've done a podcast together. Right. Right, right. I don't uh, know. I wanted to like, like play off some like really cool visual effect that I couldn't just. Yeah, wow. No. Because I wanted to do something like, hold on. I wanted to be like, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That worked. Yeah. That worked. It did, right? It did, it did. something. Because at first I tried to duck and I realized my camera just has way too much. It's going to yeah. see me duck. So it doesn't. And then it's going to be like, what the fuck? Kind of ruins going? the effect. Like, where what, are you going? You, yeah, where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> it's going to like auto tilt. Um, yeah, but anyway. We're here to talk about uh, Marvel's next Disney Plus series, Moon Knight. And also, I think this marks a big milestone as well because this is the first uh, Disney Plus series that isn't based on something that's spun up from a film, right? Or characters from a film. Uh, we've had Loki, we've had uh, uh, um, we've had uh, uh, WandaVision, we've had Hawkeye. I mean, technically, what if, but what if is based on what if scenarios from the films. So it's still, it's still something based on something that came before. Moon Knight is the first Disney Plus series for Marvel that's completely uh, new. Um, stars Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, Two two actors that I really like. What a cast, right? What didn't, a cast. Didn't expect those two actors to be in a Marvel project, let alone going to a, a series straight. You know, yeah. usually you start with a movie and then go to the series. Uh, Moon Knight's a character that he was one of the, my first Marvel characters for me growing up as a comic book reader. Is one of the first Marvel characters that I was like, whoa, Marvel can go dark. You know, like my introduction to Wolverine as 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 a character was more through the X Men cartoons. You know, so he doesn't go, he had the potential, but you don't really see it in the cartoons, mm -hmm. you know, and for me reading the Moon Knight comics, it was like, oh, snap. And not just dark as in the violence, but dark as in like thematic. Subject matter. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's, I really got really interested in the character and I've always wanted Moon Knight to be adapted somehow. I remember when uh, Netflix was doing all the Marvel stuff at that time, I was like, they should do Moon Knight. Glad they didn't in hindsight, but at the time I probably would have enjoyed it. But you know, I, I don't think they would have worked within the world of Daredevil because Daredevil is more grounded. This kind of plays more into supernatural elements. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but um, Moon Knight is also another character that, that I like the how it plays out with the multiple personalities and how that came into play and all that kind of stuff. I won't go too much into what the comics do because I'm sure the the, the series will interpret it in its own way. But I want to come to you, Raven. This is a character I'm sure is is relatively new to you. So what were your expectations going in and what did you think of after the first episode? Um, so going in, I knew absolutely nothing about Moon Knight. I actually kind of went out of my way not to Google it because I kind of just want to enjoy this show. Like after the show ends, I'll, you know, go crazy on the research and stuff but as of now um i went into it on a i went into it on a completely clean slate um i expected it to be awesome simply because marvel hasn't let me down yet you know 
not going to, you know, going to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I feel like with that going in, also the actors, um, the cast, you know, and just the trailers that we saw, I was intrigued. I was like, no matter what, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun show. Um, and what I got was a little more than I expected. Like a lot of it was, um, I feel like it dealt with um, a lot more psychology than I thought. It dealt with a lot more of the human condition. And I thought that the show would be about, I thought that it would play, play more into the fun aspects of, you know, multiple personalities. I felt mm -hmm. like we got to see a side of real disorder, you know, a real disorder that we don't get to see too often. Mm -hmm. You never really get to see what the everyday life of somebody that deals with, uh, disassociative identity disorder or you know bipolar disorder any type of disorder where you change personalities i feel like we never get to see a day in the life usually you see somebody that's just starting to go through it or they've been going through it for years you know you you haven't really seen this side of it like having to chain yourself to a bed and having to retrace your steps and having to leave little clues to know what you did the night before i like the little the small nuances in, in this episode, I got a lot more than what I expected in terms of I kind of just expected, I think, more action. What what I like is that going on what you were saying about how we usually see the uh, this portrayed in films, right? Usually in films, when someone has something like this, we cut back and forth between the different personalities from the outset, right? The audience knows from the outset that this is happening. We see one goes to sleep and one wake up and all that stuff. What I liked about this is where the story starts where we meet uh, 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 Stephen, I don't think he knows because I think he thinks he sleepwalks or something like that. Because mm -hmm. if you look at, if you look at what he has, the way he, 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 he kind of chains himself through the leg, right? It's a strap that if, if you're not, if you're just kind of walking around aimlessly, you wouldn't move as opposed to if you were awake, you could take it off. So I think it's more that he thinks he sleepwalks and does that, and, you know, he wants to change himself. I don't think he knows that there's a different personality that wakes up. I think he just thinks he's sleepwalking. True, true. You're right. This is the beginning. Yeah, this is the beginning he's of it. just finding out. Exactly. And I, I like the, how that's played out because the audience doesn't quite know. If you don't know about the narrative of, of, of him having multiple personalities, you would think, does he turn to a werewolf? Is he, like, you know, you wouldn't know what is what happens when he sleeps. And because he's not sure what happens when he just knows that things happen. Because even later on, <clears throat> when the lady uh, at his work is like, oh, about the date tonight, he's so confused. If he knew about the different personalities, he would be like, oh, it did it. You know, he did that again, you know, or something like that. He's just like, what? Are you asking me out? You know, he's not quite sure, you know. And I like, what I like about how that's also played out is that the, this show treats its audience as if they're smart, because they are. Because it doesn't hold your hand because sure. you understand because it doesn't say, oh, yeah, it was the other personality you asked her out. We don't cut to another a clip of the other personality talking to this woman. You know, you understand as the audience, you start to build, oh, okay, she's, she's talking about the other version of him that talked to her. That's probably what happened and things like that. And I, and I kind of like that. Um, let's talk about the actors themselves. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Oscar Isaac at first. Um, I mentioned off podcast that I hate his British accent. I think it's terrible. But... I think it works and it's perfect and I would never change it because if you assume that Mark is the original personality and Steven was a created persona, then it's all like, well, yeah, he's not British. So it works for me because I'm like, all right, I think Mark is the real personality. Steven is the facade created to throw people off. And that's why the accent isn't perfect and it's not that great. And I think Oscar Isaac does a fantastic job of just like, 
playing these two different characters. We don't see much of Mark, but we see enough that I think he's done a good job with Steven as just being this dork. You just feel sorry for him. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I think, I think he does a really good job of that. What do you think of, um, of, of, of his acting in this? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to touch on the fact that, as I said, this was my first time, you know, I knew nothing about Moon Knight. Hmm. So I'm trying to figure out the character as it goes, every hmm. character, you know. So, um, you know, at first I did think that Steven was the uh, mm-hmm. initial host personality. Mm-hmm. I thought that the person, you know, that that grew up this whole time and is now, you know, however age, was always Steven. Until as we start going, I'm like, okay, so there's this Mark person. But Mark and some other entity are in some type of communication. So then mm-hmm. there's two other personalities. But then realizing, you know, when he found the phone and certain things like that, it was like, oh, okay. So I think, you know, Mark is the original personality. Steven is his persona. But I felt like the realization for me was really crazy because it was like, oh, wow. You know, mm-hmm. like I like the subtleties or the subtle hints at it. And, and you really had to figure it out because it was, I think, during the chase scene that I was kind oh, of figuring out like, oh, the chase scene so was good. awesome, by the way. So fucking good. <laughs> so um, but with the chase scene, you know, I realized, you know, him being like, oh, you know, the, um, what did he say? The, I don't know, the guy is awake again. You know, this guy's awake Oh, no, this, again. no, no, he says the idiot's awake. Yeah, the idiot, <laughs> the idiot's awake. He's like, um, you know, oh, the idiot's awake. Oh, the idiot's awake. And then he's like, Mark, you know, he's going to kill us. Or like, I'll kill you, Mark, if yeah, he gets yeah. us killed or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, so the entity isn't even necessarily in control. I guess Mark is the yes. initial personality. So I love finding that out as an audience member through small clues. And especially mm-hmm. once we see, you know, once um, Stephen finds the phone and it's like, okay, cool. And um, yeah, I felt like Oscar Isaac did an amazing job portraying that because it wouldn't have been so interesting to me or it wouldn't have been such a, oh shit, had Oscar Isaac not pulled it off so well of being Stephen. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. or making me believe that he's in zero control of mm-hmm. when he switches out, where he ends up, you know, even him trying to take control mm-hmm. and set these traps for himself and set these, um, you know, clues for himself for the next day so that he could have a little bit of control. You're realizing now, oh, it just gets reset in the end anyway. None of that works. doesn't even matter. <laughs> but that's the crazy thing too is like, so Mark and this other entity are just watching him live yeah. this loser life all the time. Yep. Which is of course why I would think he's an idiot too. I would be so tired of, you know, just being a loser when I don't have to be. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, but I think Isaac, Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac is such a weird name to say Oscar right. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Isaac. It's because it's two right? first names. Yeah, and it's the same type of first name. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, Oscar vowel Isaac. ending, vowel, yeah. vowel ending. Um, <laughs> either way, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I felt like he does a great job of portraying, you know, both characters because I also can feel him holding something in. You know, mm-hmm, the way mm-hmm. that um, Ethan Hawke's character says to him, Harrow, the way that Harrow is like, you know, there's chaos. Mm-hmm. I feel like Oscar Isaac does a great, job of making me feel that chaos and make me feel like there's something that he's holding back or holding in internally without overacting exactly without right, doing right. too much but he's, he's not, not like, like you know. <laughs> <Right>. exactly 
<laughs> it's so true. I feel like that's going to be an interesting thing for the people who are listening just by audio to right. understand. Well, that's why you should be watching the video. Know, he's not just, but yeah. One one thing that I like, I think the directing in terms of staying on the whole switching part, I think the way this direct and the camera work is done, I think really sells that. Right. The first mm -hmm. time the first time when he's trying to give Harrow the beetle, is like the hand is moving, the camera is moving the hand. You're like, oh shit. That looks like, like from his directing, the camera work and, and his movement, you yeah, understand that these two like... things in the body fighting against each other. Right. It doesn't look comical, right? It's funny yeah. in what's happening, but it's not comical in that sense. And then, and then, and then, just the blackout, and then waking up again, and people on the floor. You're like, "Oh shit!" Like I loved how that was done. That and then wakes up, blood on his hand. He's like, "What the fuck?" People on the floor, and then going into the car chase sequence. I love that. It's just like, guys killed, dead. He's driving backwards. Like gun what? in his hand, throws it. Did he just throw Did the just... gun? <laughs> Can I tell you that was my favorite moment? Like, oh, oh. Like, so sorry. great. <laughs> like that car chasing was it. fantastic it was done so well and oh the um the wide shot of just like seeing the winding the actual winding well, the, oh. i think that's brilliant right because if you think of the sequence of events because once you see that winding and then we cut and the next one of the next shots is when he wakes up backwards and then he misses the, the log truck and then the log truck smashes one of his other cars. I was like, oh, shit, you know he did. <laughs> super dead. Like there's no Crushed chance. It. I was You're like, whoa. Super dead. And then we wind down. And so now as the audience, as a viewer, we have context for, for location, right? We're winding down a hill. And then he crashes and stops. And the two guards, henchmen, try to shoot him. Then those logs from the previous crash crash down on them. I was like, what? Brilliant. I just thought that was brilliant. That's so well. Because you understand the sequence of events. It doesn't feel like, where the fuck did those logs come from? You know, even though it exactly. happens later in the, in the in the sequence. I thought that was brilliantly done. I just thought, yeah. Cupcake truck. I liked how clear it was. Right? The cupcake truck is awesome, <laughs> first of all. And second, I love the fact that, like, the first, uh, the first henchman that comes into the truck, the yeah. way that he's, like, clumsy. And fall but that's, that was good. <laughs> and I like that. Cupcakes fall. I appreciated that because yeah. I feel like it's too often that we see these fight scenes. The two henchmen are are super intelligent, so well balanced. Right. And then On they this die truck. in some stupid way, anyway. So it's like we weren't that smart. Right. But either way, <laughs> I love that it shows. I felt like the clumsiness added to how intense mm -hmm. the route was, the yes, trail yes, is that he's yes. on. Mm -hmm. Because that's the truth. You're on a windy trail. You're making sharp turns. How would somebody be able to just peruse their way to the front, you know? Right. And even even a truck, right? Even if it's going straight, moving at speed, you can't. It's not easy to walk straight because these no. things, are, it's not like they're built with stability in them, right? Yeah. They're, not, they, they're going to be shaking around. Um <clears throat> I was going to say, da, 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 da. Uh, oh, I love the beginning oh, when he ends up in that location, when, when he wakes up, right? His jaw. Oh. His jaw. The and sound mixing in this is so <laughs> oh, amazing. You hear the click, click, click. Oh, the, sound mixing is great. So good. You feel it. Right? It's like, ah. <laughs> I feel like everyone at home also unhinged their jaw. I was just like. In that oh. moment, we all either yawned or did our own, like, ah, stretch. Can I, can I tell you, at first. I was like, wait, did something happen to him? I got reminded of, you know, when the Senator Kelly gets mutated in X-Men and he wakes up like, what's happening to me? That's what I thought was happening to him. Then I realized now his jaw's dislocated. 
because my parents like, what? He's got some yeah. stretchy powers. Something happened to him. And again, I love that visual when he turns around and he sees the big castle, like, and he waves and the guy waves back. <laughs> and the guard's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he starts shooting at him. Oh, I love it. Here's, here's a fun fact for fans. There's a lot of chatter on the internet that that look, because I don't think we get told where that location is, but it seems no, like it. some European location somewhere. And fans are assuming Latveria. And for those who don't know, Latveria is a, is a, is a Marvel-based location where Doctor Doom commands. And what we know as a fact, we know for a fact, Marvel are developing a Fantastic Four movie with the MCU Spider-Man director, John Watts. So I don't know. I don't know. We could be wrong. I'm just throwing, we don't get a location and I don't know. And Doctor Doom deals with mystical, magic, godlike stuff anyway. But I, just I mean, to, I wouldn't be mad. I just wanted to throw that in there. Throw that in there. Um, I want to go back a bit um, with with Oscar Isaac's character. I do. I like. I like the moment where he's talking to the street performer. I was like, oh, he's no friends. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel so bad for him because the first moment I was like, oh, he has a friend. I was like, he knows that guy. And then right? the camera pans out, and you're like, oh. He like, doesn't have any friends. I thought and he's talking to a uh, statue in public. Right. So he has no shame about having no friends. Even when someone's like, can we take a picture? Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a picture. He keeps talking. Exactly. He doesn't even stop. I'm just going to keep pitiful. Though, he was like, tip. He had his back. He was like, make sure you tip, right? You exactly. Know? Like, Be respectful. There's a part of me that was like, is that his dad? I don't know. Or could that be uh, 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 an agent put by... Uh, mark to keep an eye on him i don't know because i think i think mark has set up some things right i don't think because one thing we see steven doing a lot is talking on the phone to his mom and he says again this is what my pet peeve just because to emphasize that he's british he says mum 20 times in the sentence yeah mum, mum, yeah mum, yeah mum. like he'll say every word that americans know that british people say in one sentence <laughs> you having a laugh hey mum, plonker like he'll just all the words, yeah. all the idioms, and just throw them in there. But I think because we never get the the the, we never shown that he's talking to her. He's always leaving a voicemail. So I don't think mum exists. I think that was created by Mark, and then he he gets uh, postcards from his mum. I think Mark is sending those postcards to him just to kind of keep this whole facade going. You know, back and forth, back and forth. Um. Sense. Yeah, because mom is definitely not around. I no. do not think mom is alive or yeah. exist at all. Yeah. No, no. I, I agree. I agree. Let's talk about... hope for mom. No, sorry. At least his mom. I mean, maybe Mark has a mom, but it's, sorry, not, mom. it's not Steven's mom. Um, right. Let's talk about Ethan Hawke. The episode starts with him, interestingly. Um, it's as if, like, because, you know, usually it's like, is he the protagonist of the narrative? What I like about his character is that at first, because you know, when you have characters like this, they're usually like false prophets. Prophets, but he's not false. He's got some abilities. He's got some things he can do. Certain things. He's just, you know, I was watching this interview with Ethan Hawke, and he was saying that um, Moon Knight doesn't have, and it's true, Moon Knight doesn't have a defined villain. Like this is Moon Knight's villain. So for him, he was interested because it was like, okay, then I can create that, right? I can be part of creating a villain that works, fits for this character, and. He said, what he liked about the creating his character is this person who's a real prophet, but he's a prophet for the wrong entity. But he doesn't know that. So in him, he's, he's, 
he's not evil, evil, evil. He believes he's doing the right thing because this God has talked to him and given his ability to do the right thing. And his issue is 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 religious ego because he's like, I was chosen. And that's where his problems start to come in, is that ego. Outside of that, he has no problem. It's just the ego part of it comes into play. And and because that ego, he has to be like, I was chosen, I was special, which leads into the opening scene, you know, where he's doing, uh, he's almost kind of like uh, uh, punishing himself, some kind of penance by putting the glass in his shoe. I, lo I love how that all that's played out, right? Uh, the music, by the way, is played. It's such is, a strange uh, scene. Right? And it's apparently so the scene was created by him. That was, right? that was Ethan Hawke's idea. Oof. He, he was like, this is the kind of guy that walks with glass in his shoes. Yeah. And they filmed it and they did the whole thing, which I love. But I will also say, I wonder if it's to give in to the facade of like a hopeless prophet. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot, of, a lot of prophets in history always have some type of, um, not deformity, but some type of like disadvantage before they become who they are, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I wonder if the glass in his shoes is to add to the walk and the cane. Oh, like 100%. Walk, you know, so it's like he walks completely normal without it. I'm yeah. sure that you're completely fine. But, you know, I'll put glass in my shoe and walk with a cane and then they'll really believe. Mm -hmm. You know, and it just falls further into what you were saying about the religious ego is the fact that he, it's one thing to be enlightened and to enlighten people. But when you're adding to or putting on a facade so that you can seem more worthy or greater than or more helpless or vulnerable so that you can sort of take advantage of people, that's when it's a problem. And that's when mm -hmm. it's negative. And now, unfortunately, you're a villain. <laughs> you know? Yep, yep. But I do like the idea of, because I don't, I don't think Ethan Hawke's character, Harrow, is going to end up being a full villain in the end. So I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah, and he had dropped a hint about the fact that his character has like ego, but he's not necessarily a bad guy. So. Well, what's interesting is that um, the god he he he's 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 following. I think it's Amit or Amut, mm -hmm. depending. There's two spellings with an I or a U. And in in like we're told in 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 this historical context, uh, uh, Amit is the one that judges your soul based on how your life has been. But in this narrative, Amit's tired of waiting till people die. So it's just almost like a minority report, like prejudging, like with the old lady. Oh, you haven't done anything wrong, but maybe one day you will. And Emmett sees everything. So sorry, you're gone. You know, it's it's playing on that. So that's where we start teetering in the in the in the villain territory, because now you're prejudging people for what apparently they will do in the future, and they have no choice in the matter. So they their soul is gone forever. Oh shit! Like what the fuck? <laughs> Man, where does it go? It. <laughs> right, right. Because it's like. Also, you know, is, is Harold just holding souls, you know, or, you know, who does it go to? Does it actually go to a God? Does he absorb it and it makes him stronger or younger? Because I love that too. He's not a villain that we can identify. He's not a villain that exists. So that's the fun thing I think about mm -hmm. the series is going to be figuring out one, what kind of villain uh, Harrow is, also what kind of powers he has. You know, because what if his powers are just the ability to make his tattoo jump and suck energy? Right. It's just you random. It's, just, it's not actually it? judging you. It's just random. But what if he can just suck energy and make his tat move? And it's right, a bar right, trick. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and he's just choosing at random. But <laughs> I think Harrow kind of insinuates to, to, to Steven that he knows that Kunshu's voice is in his head. Because he says that. He's like, oh, the voice in your head can be can be a, 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 a jarring content or something along those lines. So it's like, does he hear his own God's voice? 
in his head, you know, because again, this this what this narrative has already established that there is supernatural elements at play. How far does it go? We don't know, but there are supernatural. It's not a, a, a trick or anything like that. What what Mark, what Stephen's hearing in his head, not just Mark, but the other God condition. We see we see it in in the visuals, right? And I love that visual, right? I I love the way this this episode also, and I'm sure this show will deal with it. It almost plays in horror, in ways. Like that that elevator scene was scary. When things go, goo, 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 and it's the old lady, and she, I love her acting. She's Hilarious. like, <laughs> "Yes, because, this is my friend's house," know, and she's expecting me. She's expecting me. <laughs> hey, man, old lady, I'd be scared too. This guy's no, creepy. but honestly, that old lady's smart as hell. Right, so I would have done the same thing. Right, I just start knocking on every door. This guy's okay. like, I was, I was searching for my contacts, sitting in the corner like that. You were searching. I was watching you, lie. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And I also would instantly try to get off at the next floor. I'd be like, fuck. Like, uh, oh, I like the subtle hints or not subtle, not so subtle monsters. Mm -hmm. I'm very interested in those. And I don't know if I got to say this till the end, but I want to think that this show is hooked to Eternals because it looks like it reminds me of Deviant-esque creatures. Right. Uh, and then we all know that the Egyptians also prayed to gods, stuff like that. We know the Eternals were the originals. So I'm interested in how all of this is going to play in together because I feel like now that we're getting more into mythology and things, it's all just mythology, right? It's gods and it's different gods or different mm. types of deities. So, 100%. I mean, what, I what like we do know, linked. I think. You know, I was also having the same, uh, I don't want to get too much into speculation just because I hate speculating. And then a year from now, we're like, we were totally wrong or we were slightly off. But but I, I, I'm on the same track as you. I think there's an Eternals connection, but I think the connection is more with uh, the world of the, because Eternals introduces the, the Black Knight, right? Played by Jon Snow. I know his name's not Jon Snow, but he's Jon Snow. Um, and, and, and the Black Knight gets a phone call. Sorry, spoilers for Eternals, by the way. Black Knight gets a phone call or converse, has a conversation with Blade, right? We hear Blade's voice at the end of that. So I could see a narrative that involves crossovers with Blade and Black Knight and Moon Knight. I think that fits within exactly. that world. Exactly, it makes right? sense. It, make, it does make sense, which is a world that was set up with the Eternals. I think there is a connection. I think that's how the connection will go through. I don't think it'd be yeah. directly to the Eternals, but I think, yeah, I, I think uh, I'm on the right track with you. And also, I, I don't know if this show will establish it because it's, you know, it's set in England. This is a time, I think, I'm, if I'm wrong, I might be wrong, but I think this in the timeline, this is after Eternals, where in England, they saw a big giant celestial head for like two minutes coming. Very true. They did away. see that. They did see that. <laughs> so true. again, I don't know how all this plays into it, but uh, yeah, I'm with, I mean, true. one of the things I know is that they wanted to kind of keep this show, this at least this season, this show more contained you didn't have to have watched anything previously to kind of get what's going on here but i okay. think th i think they will set up things for future things right going forward as in it can still connect going forward with blade or or, or, or black knight it doesn't have to go backwards right and they yeah. can they can still be in their own little corner of the universe that deals with supernatural stuff i mean maybe even future doctor strange movies uh, movies can kind of connect to it we don't know we don't know um what are the things we gotta talk about let's talk about the, that ending that transformation. Okay, because that's all I've been waiting for. First of all, the cinematography Dude. in oh. that bathroom scene. First of all, the cinematography in the entire episode. Yes. Entire episode, absolutely fucking flawless uh, cinematography. Especially all of the uh, reflection shots. 
Dude, There's so like, many different reflection how, shots that were you're, just you're talking like, about. Sorry, but you're talking ah, about hinting. Orgasm. You, sorry to cut you off, but you're talking about the show hinting at you throughout. The reflections is how it like every shot has like multiple reflections. It's every telling you shot. multiple every personalities, <laughs> like multiple <Every> reflections. <laughs> you don't think about it, but it's so beautiful. And then it's the so end of the dumb. episode is like, duh. Yeah. You know, but especially the and the last scene is literally a room of mirrors. You mm. have no other choice to deal with yourself. Mm. Like the cinematographer and me, <laughs> the uh, the lighting, just the. With, just with the, the overall with the, choreography, the hieroglyphics, the entire scene, the hieroglyphics in the sick. background. Love it. I was sitting there trying to break it down. I was like, okay, how do they do this? Because I'm like, <laughs> first of all, you know, first of all, there's mirrors, there's glass, and there's no mirrors. Like certain times where it looks like there's a mirror, there isn't yeah. a mirror. Yeah. It's just an empty wall with a oh, frame, green and screen. I'm like that is dope as shit. And they got the back of a head of a of a um, just, stunt yeah. double. Yeah, you know. And then they got Oscar Isaac on the other side of the room with no wall. See, I know how they did this. Even though I can't find video proof, I know how they did it. I know how they did it. And they had a steady cam. And I'm pretty sure they were moving certain parts while it was going, like putting up glass, taking it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the camera would move. I mean, of course, they did yeah. multiple shots and they kind of like layered it. I really want to see the breakdown of the scene. I mean, Marvel, so they tend to, for all their Disney Plus shows, once the show is over, they do tend to release... Um, uh, 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 like a mini series going behind the scenes. I think no, every show has I'm it. So like, excited so, for it. Yeah, that'll be good to see. Um, what I love is that once he accepts Mark's proposal to like let me take over, the creature jumps on him and actually lands on him before the transformation is complete. So you're mm-hmm. thinking, oh shit! But then we just see those smashing and the creature's like, let me out of here, please. <laughs> Come back here, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and just that so punching. Awesome. <laughs> The punches are so intense. But also, I feel like in that moment, you start to create scenes for each blackout that we didn't see. As the audience member, your mind starts to just, you know, write this whole thing out. It's like, okay. I get it. Earlier when he was in the square with all those other bad guys, oh, he fucked them up. Like, we knew he fucked them up, but he fucked up. Now the blood-stained hand. For real. Like, he punched you till you bled. Like, makes sense <laughs> yes like, but what? he punched i think through some of their heads because right, they right. looked like their heads had holes in them right like i thought that he ripped their brains out but now looking at the uh magnitude of this punch maybe they just got punched to death makes like, sense you know <laughs> hey i'm the wrong guy start being the right guy <laughs> being the wrong guy got you punched out <laughs> wrong attitude straight out the gate but even like um, those punches it's like he threw his whole body into it you can just see it's just like really leaning into it to the point where he's getting tired because he's just like throwing it in and, and and i love that and also going back a bit you know one new addition that they've added to to the costume usually in the costume because i've only ever seen it in, in in comic form it's just seen as a white outfit that he puts on you know almost like batman but reverse and fun fact it's he, he the reason why he wears white in the comics unlike batman he, like this is marvel's kind of like little dig at batman unlike batman who wants to kind of be in the shadows moon knight wants the enemies to see that he's coming because you can't do shit respect doesn't <laughs> like, matter doesn't matter you see me coming <laughs> and you still can't do anything I'm still still, fuck you up. i'll still fuck you up <laughs> but what i like the addition in this series is that they made it more like a mummy's costume yeah, like, I love that it's like bandages. 
love that I love aspect. That. It wraps around him that. and things like that. It's that was at least to it my knowledge. It makes sense because it's like an ancient. It, it really just Egyptian. makes you believe that it's an ancient Egyptian or mm-hmm. god type situation. Someone that was mummified and is mm-hmm. now reincarnate. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which technically makes sense. That's what they believe. They believe mm-hmm. that they wrap you up and you came back. So right. uh, there you go. And just a different go. way than we expected. Right. 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 <laughs> Um, but let's... yeah, I love that. I love that whole that whole moment. I thought it was amazing and the final transformation. I like or hope that now from now on in the show, we'll get to see them kind of working in synergy with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or I wouldn't mind seeing an episode of all the things that we missed on the other side. Um, I will say this, though. Um, some of the trailers, they have been hints on a third personality. There are more than two so, uh, for different reasons. There's one. I'll tell you the name of one. There's one called Mr. Knight. That's the character's oh, name. The character's name is Mr. Oh, very suave. Search, Maybe search that's Mr. Knight. Who asked uh, out on a date? <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Best steak in town, eh? Can I tell you? I, you I got love a date that. with Mr. Knight. <laughs> what's it? What's and again? I I love that. I just a little subtle detail that Stephen is apparently vegetarian. Because when vegan. the lady's like, oh, not vegan. even a vegetarian. Yeah, true. He doesn't even eat dairy. <laughs> what's a vegan but... going to do at the steakhouse? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it is his response. Eat salad and breadsticks. I don't know. And she's like, oh, what a catch. <laughs> and, and and the way he says that, it's almost like a duh kind of like eat salad. Exactly. He's like, offended. Obviously. Like, obviously. Salads and breadsticks. And I felt so sorry for him when he's kind of, he doesn't realize that. First of all, this is my nitpick. How did you go the whole day and didn't realize it's Sunday? Your phone tells you like Sunday. Like I'm that so, pissed that, me off. That kind I of noise. On that. <laughs> on that, I was like, no, no, because I was like, come on. Me yeah, and Paris was like, no, yeah, no, I don't. I, That's I was not a like, thing. I'll allow it, but that in the day, age of cell phones, you have to work really hard to make me. It believe. says Sunday. Like he had his phone. He called her. Well, he was checking his phone every time when she was late, making sure. Like you would notice that what the fuck it's Sunday. Like unless your phone was missing. And you kind of went, you had to work harder to pr- prove to me. Because again, it can be done. I can believe it. But the way it was done, I was like, mm. yeah. I, 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 or unless I, they showed that something was like, like wrong with his phone. Like his yes, exactly. Or something like that. Exactly. You know, but I'm like, nah. No, I don't call it, bullshit on a whole entity living inside this man, but you are not going to tell me. And it was like three day days, three days later. It wasn't even the Come next on, day. Son. It's like three, four days later. He thought it was Thursday and it's Sunday. And again, it. I get that he probably woke he up. It was Friday, but still. Yeah, Friday. But he got up. He got up. I assume mid afternoon because the whole fish thing. <laughs> I love that she's like, look, listen, stores don't stores don't go around selling disabled fish. It's not a thing. I don't care what that movie says. <laughs> what Nemo says. Oh, I don't care what Finding Nemo says. Oh, I love it. So side, side note: What I love Disney Plus on their Instagram page. They posted that clip, and then when you swipe right. It shows Nemo like what the fuck, <laughs> giving a look. <laughs> I was like, well, Disney, Respect. you own both properties. You can, you, do. you can do that. You can do that. That's funny. I love that. Gus yeah. the fish. He's like, this is not Gus. Gus the fish. Adding to our our our, our um, list of pet Avengers that we've been getting lately. Do we are getting pet Avengers? We have a whole we bunch are, of. Avengers. We have a cat. We have. We have uh, well, flurkin. Call it a cat. It's a flurkin. I'm kidding. We have a dog, and Lucky. We do have the lucky the dog, the one-eyed yes. dog. We have was is his name Boris or what's the name in 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 um in uh, Avengers? No, in uh, Shang Chi, the little creature thing. Oh, what is it? It is, is Boris, it? I think. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, his name. <laughs> He's fucking Google hilarious. Google He's got it. like two butts. Yeah. 
no face <laughs> and wings right <laughs> i love that movie that movie so was so good so i think i've only seen it twice i'm about to rewatch it. what <laughs> no trash i saw it twice in the theaters so, and then okay. i just haven't seen it at home so i feel like that makes it better somehow yeah. i don't know i don't know what's his name two bucks is it mars yeah i think it's Mar- is it maybe i think it's something like that yeah it is mars Morris, hey, yeah, okay. It, it is Morris. Yeah, we have Morris. And then we also have, uh, 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 if we count it, uh, Alligator Loki. I, I, ca- Alligator I, ca- Loki. I, I count Alligator Loki. I think yep. it counts. Right? Wasn't so, there um, another animal Loki, though? Like a bird or something? Or is it just an alligator? No, I think it was just an alligator. No, 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 because that was like in the very, very end. Like yeah, yeah. all of the Loki's yeah, yeah. too much. Yeah, the, the yes. main Loki was Alligator Loki that we got Morris. to. Alligator Loki got a poster. If you get a yeah. poster... We count. That's how you go. Yes, it does count. And actually, Marvel even released a poster for Gus the Fish in a little blender, his little blender thingy. My name's English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch episode of Something to Marvel About, where we spoke about Moon Knight episode one. And as always, Raven. Keep it nerdy. Peace. Um, Before we finish, I want to talk about some noteworthy scenes that stood out to me or some, some parts that I liked. Two people wanted to punch in the face in this episode. The little girl putting trash inside the museum object. Like, what are you doing? What like, a little douchebag! Like, what, what are you doing? Like, who, who, what? Where are your parents? Like, what? He's gonna just stick your gum trash in there and just be like nothing. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And then also his boss. I want to punch her in the face too. Like, I've never- well, I'm tired of that bitch. I'm tired of it. I don't know if I can say bitch right here, but I dropped this. I dropped mad f bombs, so it's already too late. But fuck that bitch. All right. Fuck that bitch. And because... even, like, he's trying to tell her, like, uh, hey, this is like a major museum. You're putting up posters up. And you're missing three of the fucking characters. Like a uh, dumbass. Put, like, this is not a, major, a minor thing. This is a big thing. And you're going to be like, shut up. You're not even going to get that job as, as, as a museum guide. What? This guy probably knows the most out of He everyone. said, that's crushing, actually. <laughs> right? And I was like, poor guy. <laughs> that's not what I was talking about. She don't be like, like that. Like, what? Like, damn. Why do you have to be like that? Like, yeah, Paris what? and I were talking about her, and I was like, people like her right. are the type of people who literally she don't talk to nobody else in her life like that. No, yeah. she don't talk to nobody else like that. She finds one person that will take her bullshit, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm gonna unload mm-hmm. every day. She wouldn't be able to survive a day without him. She don't got yep. nobody to flip on. Yep. Forget yeah. her. You're better than that, Stephen. Right. With a V. <laughs> you deserve better. <laughs> you be that tour guide. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not even that big of a dream. Right. Let him do his thing. And he's good at it. It's not like he sucks. He's probably the best. And he's he actually the, sociable. Right? The hell? Come on. <laughs> um, another yes, part sir. that I, I liked was was um, when after the, 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 the he realizes that the lady won't be coming because he was late. And the guy asks him, the waiter asks him, what kind of, st- what, what, what part of the steak do you want? Uh, the, be- the good part. The best part. <laughs> It's like how how such a how, vegan. How how do you want it done? Uh, good. <laughs> you want it well like, done? Yeah, well like, done. Yeah, okay, just make it good, I guess. <laughs> I really was just instantly like, what a bad day when right. a vegan is ordering a steak. You had it rough right. by by himself. Day. It's not even like you're you're yes. doing it to to save face and eat in front of people so you can fit in. You're by yourself. No one's here. And you're still going to be doing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You didn't even get 
to leave, like lose your veganism to like yep. a, a date with a hot chick. No, it's just by a yourself, date with yourself, which is more pitiful as oh, you cry I'm so sorry. <laughs> and and eat tough ass steak. And they're gonna mess up your stomach. But then again, it probably won't make mess up stomach because we don't know that. Mark's like you're a vegan. I am not. <laughs> but that's the thing. Mark has been eating steaks. Right. Mark it, has never fact, stopped eating. Vegetables. It was Mark. Mark's the one that's the one that set up this date, right? If we assume it's or Mark, we assume so. Yeah, yes. we assume it's Mark. But it wasn't the lady who set the place up, right? It was him. Because when he says exactly. you asking me out, she starts laughing at him. Um, another moment I kind of liked. I like that it took the time to kind of showcase the sequence of him trying to stay awake. You know, listening to the voice recording. This is what you do to stay awake. Which you would put it. me to sleep instantly. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what the fuck? I would be unconscious. I'm about to fall asleep right now. While I was watching it, I was like, yo, come on now. I was like, that doesn't help. There's no way. She's not even she's not even talking over mm-hmm. like loud music. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I was like, this is why you're falling asleep. Only other thing I want to say too is like I like that Mark is uh, I like that Steven is this created persona. And I almost wonder if Steven was created. Because Mark knew that he was dealing with this Harrow character who judges souls. So Stephen is the outward personality. So when he's judged in the museum, you know, he his soul isn't sucked and he doesn't die because Stephen's soul is innocent. And that's the present, you know, personality that's being judged. I wonder I like if Stephen was simply created because of the judgment that was soon to come, mm. you know? Going, going back to the cupcake uh, uh, sequence, I love when he is in the sequence in the car, the musical cue to Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go because so he thinks he's in the dream. It's a dream, it's a dream. Wake me up. I was like, ah, perfect. Perfect synchronicity. Really well and done. And it's a cupcake chuck. And it's, it's so a great. cupcake chuck. Um, I love the sequence uh, with, um, with, with Harrow and Steven when Harrow says something about an avatar for this god and he's like, avatar? You mean the blue people? Or, or the anime. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Little blue people, yeah. Okay. Uh, what else stood out to me? Da, 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 da. Anything stood out to you that we haven't talked about? No, I think that was the last I think, thing. I think, yeah, I think we, we talked about everything. Or, yeah, or the, the, guard, everything. the guard of the museum who likes to watch Otter videos for some reason. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but they're very so cute, so I get it. Though he is right. cute. He's also right when Steven's like, oh, there's someone following me. Don't let them in. He's like, it's a museum. It's that was free. hilarious. It's free. Everyone. It's free museum. <laughs> I got it. Anyone wants to come in, they're coming in. Free. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, no, nah, but really, bro, I mean, you can't do that. It's like, he's what? right. Like, what? You don't even have a description. He's like, someone. <laughs> yeah. Like what age, height, nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like, tell everyone they can't come in because you think you're being followed. Like what? Eh. Okay then. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just think yeah, I think the only other thing I didn't say is that Ethan Hawke's portrayal of this villain is uh pretty awesome. I mm-hmm. love I love Ethan Hawke as an actor. Yes. Getting into this role because yes. he's really into it. And if you see mm-hmm. his behind the scenes interviews, you can tell he really did his research. So I'm excited and mm-hmm. wants to come of the acting in this season because I feel like the two of them, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, are like such a great pair mm-hmm. on screen. You know, I think we're in for a great show. I'm interested to see Harrow and Mark interact. We haven't seen that. Yes, exactly. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see that. Um, 
I'm interested to see where the season goes. Uh, we have five more episodes. It's a six episode mini series. We have five episodes, and I think and I'm hoping it's going to be one of those shows that it you know it moves at a nice pace. Even though we don't fully see Moon Knight to the very end, I think that it worked well. I think the pacing of this episode worked well to build us up, build us up, build us up to see Moon Knight at the end. I was, I didn't feel like, damn it, I wish there was more Moon Knight. I was like, that was mm. nice. Let's see what happens next episode. I'm curious. Uh, what do you nerdies think of this episode? Find us on social media at the Nerdy Bunch and let us know your thoughts on this first episode and if you will be continuing watching the season. Rave Knight definitely will be. So stay tuned next week where we will be posting about episode two. Thank you, Raven. Thank you. My name's English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch episode of Something to Marvel About, where we spoke about Moon Knight episode one. And as always, Raven. Keep it nerdy. Peace.